I always enjoy going to events in Indianapolis. The drive from Columbus is about three hours and is mostly a straight shot down Interstate 70. It's a mostly painless drive, and while it makes for a long day, six hours round trip is a small price to pay for in-person Star Wars CCG. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to a Kendallcast special edition that I'm calling Good Deck Buildups, my Nalhutta Regionals Tournament Report. Living in Columbus, Ohio, the opportunities for in-person Star Wars cards are few and far between. I can either make an eight-hour drive to a major, run something myself with minimal chance of a turnout, or hope that Brian Fred runs an event within reasonable driving distance. It was mid-November, and Brian Fred had already run an event earlier in the year that I couldn't attend due to my grandfather's funeral. So I figured my chances for more in-person Star Wars CCG this year were slim to nil. But then he reached out to a bunch of us asking about dates for a Nalhada Regional Tournament, and I decided I'd do whatever I could to be there any weekend in December. For decks, I decided to go with the old standards of 12-card throne room and court. I've been having some marginal success with my current builds on Gemp and didn't end up having enough time to learn to play, let alone do the arts and crafts for new decks. If you're not familiar with my 12-card throne room build, it's become my signature deck. It's a super aggressive deck with high variance that tends to win or lose very quickly. We did a bad deck breakdowns on it a year or so ago. Recently, I was looking for a way to deal with the deck's biggest weakness, drain races. If the game stalls out into a damage race, I don't have drain bonuses from lightsabers to keep up and typically end up losing the race. This is particularly bad if Dark Side has a space deck. Frustrated with the typical light side space packages of Tantive 4, Poe, Honchuing the Falcon, Profundity, Gold Leader and Gold 1, etc., I decided to do something different. I cut all space in favor of Rose, BB-8, Theed Palace, Generator Core. I didn't have the 3-2 and got the name mixed up with the 2-2, so I played the 2-2 for this event. And I hope she's all right. I hope she's all right, by the way, uh, is a card that I had forgotten existed. It's basically the light side search and destroy. For court, I usually have a gimmick. I'll run weapons and Imperial Artillery, or 37 characters, or Float of Sarlacc. Uh, this time, my gimmick was to take out the gimmick and add good cards, even if I don't like them. I added cards like Dengar with Blaster Rifles, Stinger, Guri, and Duro, even though I really don't like those cards. Uh, cutting gimmick cards also made room for a second barrier and Disarmed, both of which came in handy during the event. When I said Indianapolis was a three-hour drive, that's what Siri says. I assume she calculates based on the going the speed limit with no stops, factoring in traffic, maybe. Some days I drive like an old man, both in the sense that I go 10 miles below the speed limit and that I have to stop every 20 to 30 minutes, especially when I'm running late. For this reason, I allotted four hours to get to Indianapolis. I left the house at 7 a.m., got some White Castle, and stopped at an ATM. Somehow, it was already 7.30 and I hadn't left Columbus. Oh well, this is why I gave myself the extra time. 
White Castle is a divisive fast food chain. Some people don't get it, but if you've got a taste for it, nothing compares. Normally, I would get a breakfast sandwich. Uh, Their waffle sliders are excellent, whether you prefer a bacon, egg, and cheese or fried chicken. Today, though, I thought a coffee, some original sliders, and chicken rings were the right decision. The chicken rings were great, made to order as usual, though the oil wasn't as fresh as I'd prefer. But something was off about the sliders. I'm not sure if they weren't fresh or what, but they didn't hit the spot the way they normally would. About 45 minutes into the drive, I'd finished my coffee and I realized I was tired. Basically, I'd gotten up, ran out the door, and gotten on the road without getting my typical morning caffeine. I consumed a little more caffeine and stopped at a Walmart to walk around and let it kick in. I checked out their uh, toy section. Their Transformers figure selection was decent, but I already have all the ones I need from the current line. Same with Legos. It was close to 9 o'clock, and I was feeling much better. But even Siri didn't think I'd be there by 11. I messaged Brian to let him know I was about two hours away, but might be late if I made bad time. He said not to worry about it and drive safe. After driving past a sign for Muncie, Indiana, birthplace of Garfield creator Jim Davis, I called my wife to have a research if there was a Garfield statue in Muncie that I could take my picture with on the way home. Apparently there are something like 18 statues in Muncie and another 13 in another random city that has nothing to do with Jim Davis. Unfortunately, all 18 statues are in buildings that would be closed by the time I came by on the way back. Maybe next time. I made good time the rest of the trip, only stopping at a gas station and to get a sausage McMuffin. I know I went to breakfast twice, but I was about to play lots of Star Wars cards, and you have to make sure you're well-fed if you're going to make it through the day. Finally, I arrived after some minor parking issues around 11.20. I got to meet Corellia Leaguer's Brian, whose username is Jarek Numbers, Ben, who's B Butters something, and Steve, who is uh, Squirlock on the forums. Eric Garchow and Brian Fred were also there though Eric would not be playing because he had a football game to go to. Uh, Brian Fred had the wrong Theed Palace generator for me, but that's okay. It was still a drain of two, so I played it. Right before we started, Nick from Chicago showed up, having not played in 20 years. He borrowed decks from Brian Fred. Game one was my court versus Ben's profit. I usually lose to profit, but Joker King had recently given Robbie Hendon some advice in the it could be worse team slack that helped me out. I don't remember what that advice was as I'm writing this report, but I'm sure it was helpful. It definitely was not to split my battlegrounds because I didn't do that. This was a game where I didn't make too many mistakes, but also had all the answers I needed. I resolved two Imperial Barriers and a Nunshell Pass to slow him down. I also found my Probot, though it was a turn too late, to take care of a gift, and disarmed Leia of her blaster. He quickly freed Han with someone who loves you, but I was able to shoot him and he never came back to the table. 
We traded guys back and forth at the audience chamber until it wasn't worth it to keep fighting. I'd been draining at Nalhutta and Tatooine Jabba's Palace all game and had taken minimal damage, so I was pretty far ahead once we got close to time and, and he couldn't drain on Tatooine without Han. Time was called and I won by about 10 cards. Game two was my throne room versus Brian's map. Before we started, he asked me to explain why I liked 12 cards start over starting effects. I first told him that it was because 12 was more than 8. This is, of course, the best reason. Then I explained about the potential of explosive activation and the ability to be super aggressive. Turn 0, I was able to get Jedi Council Chamber as well as all of my Gungan activation out. We had a few good battles, but I was able to whittle away his ground package, including at least one battle with decent overflow. I hope she's all right also came into play because it forced Brian to keep coming after me on the ground, even if he didn't have the cards to actually defeat me. Eventually, it did come down to a drain race where I was doing the same or more damage and he had fewer cards. Uh, one thing to note about uh, Brian, this is something that I've noticed uh, playing in person as well as playing online. He never concedes. He always goes to the last card. He did, in fact, make me do that last drain of two on the final turn. I've always admired that about him. Game three was my throne room versus Nick's set your course for Alderaan. Now the pressure was on. I was 2-0 and and had a real shot at winning. Nick stepped away to grab food and took a little longer than I'd have liked. Remember what I said about making sure that you're well-fed going to these events. But Brian Fred let me start our time when Nick got back. Nick had won his first two games on time, so I knew I needed to be aggressive. After some confusion about what cards Nick was starting, I got things set up and baited him with a lone Leia at Battle Plains. He deployed EPP Aura Singh, and I played a barrier, then I dropped EPP Luke, Anakin, and Screaming Lando, hitting Aura with a saber and causing 22 overflow. We played it out, but there wasn't much more he could do, especially after he threw another character or two at me to get another 13 overflow. This brings us to game four. My court versus Brian Fred's legend, and my chance to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Brian Fred playing legend is appropriate because Brian Fred is a legend. He's one of the all-time greats, so of course I choked. I messed up by deploying Nalhutta when I shouldn't have. I overdeployed in general. I let Poe hang out at the Jakku system all game, uncontested. I even said, I'm pretty sure this is the wrong thing to do a number of times throughout the game. Of course, when I say stuff like that, what I really mean is I think this is the right thing to do, but I'm not sure, and it might go against common wisdom. Still, I should know better than to rely on EPP Mara when my opponent can flip Legend at any point. In my defense, I couldn't get the Passenger deck out, plus I drew some bad destinies. At one point, I needed characters in my hand and red cards in my reserve deck, and it was just the opposite. So now we have three players at three and one. Brian Fred texted people asking who technically should have won. Maybe we should have gone with differential or played more rounds or something. I don't know how this stuff works. 
While we waited, Brian Fred showered us with gifts. Ben handed everyone out a sealed pack of Premiere. I pulled a Castle Run. Eric had also left packs for everyone. My rare was We Don't Need Their Scum. In the end, we picked randomly for the travel vouchers, and they went to Nick and Brian Fred. We said our goodbyes, and I tried to remember what the famous burger place in Carmel, Indiana was called. I called my wife, and she checked diners, drive-ins, and dives with no luck. She did find a sandwich place featured on the show, but it turned out to be permanently closed, so I ended up at a Chinese place with a generic Chinese place name like Shishuan something or other. I would have liked to eat in, but I got in and it didn't look like they were open for dine-in. Most of the tables were cleared out. There were tons of improvised plastic barriers all around and a dozen or so call-ahead orders sitting and waiting to be picked up. After putting in my carry-out order, a family walked in and sat down for dine-in. General Shows was $15 and decent enough, but a burger would have been more satisfying. As soon as I got out of the city, the day started to catch up with me. I stopped at a rest stop, finished some McDonald's coffee from the trip up, and took a power nap. 30 minutes later, I felt like a million bucks, but needed to gas up and get a snack. While I was eating an overpriced McDouble from a McDonald's of questionable cleanliness standard, I noticed a message from Brian Fred. He said I was to be declared the Nalhutta Regional Champion. This was the first tournament I'd won since I used to host tournaments in my parents' basement back in high school. It felt pretty great even with all the three-way tie shenanigans. We play a hard game and a lot of us put a lot into it. Every once in a while it's nice to have something to show for it. So that's my report. Thanks to everyone for listening. Special thanks to Brian Fred for uh, running the event. Uh, and uh, it was really great meeting uh, Ben, Brian, and Steve. Let's get some stuff going in the new year. Kendallcast. Kendallcast. Kendallcast.ninja. Celebrating media. Media, hobbies, and passion. Since 2014. One last uh, special thanks to Matt Wadden. Uh, just in case my ego was uh, was inflated by this victory, he decided to uh, wipe the floor with me in our Jawa Cup match the next day playing a 12-card throne room deck against me. So uh, thanks for keeping me in my place. <laughs>